Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No hey guys, this is Alex. Like a lot of you, Akiva and I have been torn up this week. We've been really upset by a lot of what's going on in the news. Uh, by a lot of things that are happening in our country right now. It was difficult for us to think about whether we should do a podcast, how we should do a podcast, but we tried to distract ourselves for at least an hour and talk about uh, silly things, not to diminish or dismiss anything else that's going on, but because, uh, at least for us, it was cathartic to do that for a few minutes. And so this podcast today is silly things it's it's not serious it's not reflective of the moment and if that upsets you that's totally understood if you want to delete this podcast or you want to set it aside listen to it a few weeks a few months from now totally understood from our perspective we didn't think that it was necessary for two middle-class white guys to be lecturing or talking to anyone else about civil rights or anything else that's going on right now and so we tried to distract ourselves, and we hope that this can serve as a distraction to you guys. But again, that doesn't mean that we're dismissive of anything that's going on. As you all know, I'm from Minneapolis. I was born in Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis. I'm also aware that my Minneapolis experience is not the same one that everyone else has had. My family moved, my grandparents moved from uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba to Minneapolis in the 1930s back then. Uh, Minneapolis was known as the capital of anti-Semitism in the United States. That was famously said in 1946. It was said again in 1959 when my dad would have been an eight-year-old boy living in Minneapolis. By the time I grew up in the 80s, it was obviously a very different place. A lot of that was uh, credited to uh, one of the biggest heroes in Minnesota, of course, uh, Senator, later Vice President Hubert Humphrey. Uh, famously in 1948 when the Democratic Party was split with the Southern Democrats, the Dixiecrats, against supporting civil rights. Humphrey got up at the DNC that year and gave a famous speech about uh, the need for the Democratic Party to support civil rights. And in the 1960s, as a senator, he was the uh, initial lead author of the Civil Rights Act. But for all that he and others did, obviously Minneapolis was still far from a perfect place, is still far from a perfect place. And uh, you know, I'm not the right one to reflect on that because, again, I was privileged growing up in Minneapolis by the color of my skin, by my access to education and wealth and other things to not experience uh, the Minneapolis that others did. So we're not dismissing any of that today. And this podcast is going to not discuss that. And again, I apologize to anyone who's offended by that, but we hope that you can enjoy 
a typical 32 fans episode filled with inanity, stupidity, and uh, furious arguments about essentially nothing. I'm in this world and they made me a monster. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling uh, fine. This was a very long weekend. Yeah, we're recording this at the end of. Uh, I feel like it's you know I don't know. Let's uh, let's talk some sports. Yeah, we're gonna try and be a distraction, not to minimize the anything. The world isn't but... fun, but also like, like I spoke to my grandfather before. He's like, oh yeah, there's not gonna be baseball, right? Like these, there's just yeah. no reason why anyone would agree to play baseball. There, there's no know? baseball this year. It really sucks. So he's like, and he doesn't even like hockey. He's like, I guess we're gonna have to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs. And he, you know, he has no interest in watching the news. He has no interest in old games or Michael Jordan documentaries. Like he is, he'll watch any game, but it has to, you know, it has to be like a, it can't be, it's got to be on. So I say, grandpa, you're 91 years old. After 91 years, are you willing to get into soccer? And he said, I got a bunch of books here. He'll read rather than he'll get into soccer. (laughs) Oh, I got it. Oh, I thought you meant he had like books on soccer. No, no, no. I said, no, his books are like James Patterson, you know? Yeah. The, uh, the uh, he he is not interested in getting into soccer. He'd sooner read. All right. Um, well, we we're going to discuss a little bit of soccer on this podcast because we're going to discuss. Actually, we're discussing very little soccer because we're discussing the Mount Rushmores for American cities. So okay, not a, not a lot of soccer involvement. Although we had some listeners send um, their Mount Rushmores from from towns in other countries, which are more soccer friendly. Uh, before we get into that, though, I wanted to um, drop a have a little conversation with you about Michael Jordan. Uh, his two years on sure. the Wizards and create like a, a counterfactual, like an alternative history, if you will. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, former uh, a guest, a current guest, uh, well, excuse me, a current listener, a former guest, a former host, actually, Ari Gold, messages me last week, and he said, he asked me how do Jordan's two years on the Wizards compare to other 38, 39-year-olds? So surprisingly, I did not have this chart. Unsurprisingly, now I do. So I went through and I looked at every single guy who has ever put together, um, you know, substantial minutes as a 38 and 39 year old. So there's a total of 18 of them, 17 plus Kyle Korver, who in the season that just ended played 50 games, had 833 minutes. And, you know, if he were to come back next year, then he would, you know, get up with the other 17 and presumably, well, who knows now what's happening. But um, so of those 18 guys there, there's four guys who not only, like the four top guys on my list, who all made Chester All-Star teams, um, and also three of the four were Chester All-NBA first, second, or third team players when they were either 38 or 39 or both. So do you want to guess who those four guys are? Uh, say it one more time. The, guy, the best guys at 38 or 39 years old in NBA history. The four guys who at that age played as an All-Star, as one of the 12 best players in their conference that year. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep. He's number two on my list overall. Uh, are you gonna have Michael Jordan as one of the twelve? As one of the four? No, Michael Jordan's not one of the four. Okay, I'm just I'm asking. Spoiler. Um, uh, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's number four on the list. Yeah, D- Duncan. He I've had one, one very good season, and then he fell off a cliff at 39. And then, he know, didn't he was, fall off a cliff. I, th- he I think just, he became a backup. He was old. He didn't have any. Legs. He wasn't even. I, th- I uh, one of the. I think Nate Silver had him as the best defender in the league his last year. Uh, on a prorated like basis, because he played very yeah, good. on a prorated. But I'm saying he like he was never he was not bad. Okay, um, but, but he was no longer. Third, he, he, he was a, he was a rotational piece. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 38. David Robinson wasn't bad either, but he was, you know, putting up six and No, he was, Duncan's, Duncan's last couple years were much better than Robinson's right, last couple years. All right, anyways, all right. You're getting out the wrong uh, Just tell me, just tell me. Uh, Stockton and Malone. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Or the obvious ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so basically, so my response to to Ari Gold was after making this chart, my answer was, I have MJ number five. See, so it's interesting because my memory, and you tell me if you disagreed, my memory from MJ on the Wizards was he came back, was kind of embarrassing. You know, he could still, you know, he, he scored 20 points a game, and he, he was he's named an all-star because of the fact that he's Michael Jordan. I think he actually, wasn't Vince Carter voted the starter ahead of him, and then because of pressure, Vince Carter gave up his starting yeah. spot to MJ? Yes, I believe that, yeah. that, r- that rings a bell. Yeah, so I think that happened in, and I would assume, 2000. Brutal look for the Wizards fans. They couldn't vote Michael freaking Jordan into the well, old. The Wizards game. fans, the whole country, like, you know. Yeah. Also, yeah, but the you're, Chinese, you're remember fan. back you're then, there was a lot of Chinese voters because of Yao. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, think whoever Michael was Yao's Jordan teammate, Steve Francis, Tracy McGrady, was a starter every year because that's they true. All, yeah, like, yeah. everyone in China voted for both. Yeah, Shane Battier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so so anyway, so the, so so Jordan, so that's my memory of Jordan. And, the, and he was actually, he was better than I thought. He was sort of a, he put up numbers that were sort of borderline all-star numbers. His PR was 19.9. He put up 21, 5, and 4. So those are the numbers on a playoff team, you know, would make him an all-star. On a 30-win team, you're not an all-star. You know, how much of it was just empty numbers on a, on a bad team? Would he have put up the numbers on a better team? Obviously, you know, there's no way to know these things for sure. But um, his true shooting percentage was an abysmal 480, which is uh, quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking the worst on this entire chart. So he was, uh, he was not shooting at a very high level. Um, but, you know, he still had, even uh, by advanced stats, he was still, you know, an above-average player. He was a solid player. And the top four guys ahead of him, are all like cyborgs who are like unique in NBA history because of how good they were for how old they are. Like though, you know, as I said, they're the only four guys to ever play like at an all-star caliber at that age. Um, Malone and Stockton obviously were, you know, leading Utah forever, and then Malone even the year after that went to the Lakers at forty to try and chase, mm-hmm. chase a ring. Kareem was was winning a ring as the second slash by thirty nine. He was all sort of a more of a backup. He was he was a, a third option at best, maybe even a fourth option behind Byron Scott and James Worthy on those Lakers. But the first year, you know, f- over those two years, he averaged twenty and six. Um, and then Duncan, as we talked about that first year, was you know a second team All NBA according to me. And then the second year, he you know he was he played fewer minutes. But anyways, so it's no slouch for Jordan to be behind those four guys because those four guys are all famous for playing deep into their thirties, unlike anyone else. And after that, Jordan's ahead of everybody. He's sort of in the same tier with Robert Parrish, who was actually putting up very solid numbers for Boston uh, in the early nineties. But to me, and then you know the list goes down: Dirk, Hakeem, Reggie Miller, Jason Kidd, Manu Sabonis, Kevin Garnett, Dikembe Mutombo, Terry Porter, Sam Perkins, Sam Perkins, Daryl Armstrong. But to me, the thing is, it's like a real tragedy. It's a loss. That we have MJ at 38 and 39 playing, again, fifth best in history at a borderline all-star caliber player. And he's doing it for, like, this Wizards team that's totally worthless. It's crazy. What a waste. No, it really is. So so then I sort of thought, um, what would have happened if MJ in 2002 comes back just like he did? But instead of going to the Wizards, which he was going to because he had, like, an ownership stake with Apollon or whatever. And, like, you know, instead of going to the Wizards, he says, I'm going to join a team that really needs me. So let's look at let's look at the 2002 and 2003 NBA hierarchy, and let's see where there's a team that could slot in an All Star caliber shooting guard, and like you know how that would change things. So can we do that? Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do it. You, you sound riveted. I think you're worried because you realize your 2003 Spurs championship might be uh, at risk. All right. So what are we doing again? So so the NBA is just as it is. It's the summer of 2001. Michael Jordan says, "I'm coming back." I took off a couple of years uh, after we retired with my ring. I took off 99, 2000, 2001, three seasons total. But I'm back now. I'm okay. 38 years old. 
I'm joining a team. What team am I going to join? By the way, I just want to point. He was technically the starting small forward for the Wizards, not the shooting guard those two yes. years, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So Jordan says I'm coming back. So Remember, there were no good small to? forwards then, so it was easier to hide him defensively. Now, there was now like let's Bruce also Bowen's put the context. Then. Michael Jordan, who we know has a huge ego, he drops this show specifically because, you know, this talk of LeBron again, you know, is the, is the GOAT, and he's like very sensitive to that. So the summer of 2001, he's just seen the Lakers win each of the last two years, the title, and Kobe Bryant definitely the second fiddle to Shaq at this point, but Kobe Bryant, uh, clearly a top 10 player in the league, and there's starting to be conversations, is, is this the next MJ, right? He's already got rings in his pocket years before MJ ever did, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So with MJ with that ego, he comes back to the league and he joins the Wizards where he's no threat to Kobe. So I'm saying, flip it around, Jordan joins that summer, but he's like, I want to beat the Lakers two rings in a row. You're trying to get a three-peat? Only the Chicago Bulls get three-peats. I'm going to put a stop to this. I'm going to join a team and stop you. Okay. All that right, so cool. what team should he go for? So, again, the Lakers are the best team in the league. They've won two rings in a row. Um, now, they're, ac- they're actually, in 2002, they were third in the league, but that's not the point. But, you know, he's obviously not going to the Lakers. They have Kobe. They're the two-time defending champion. He's not Kevin Durant. He doesn't join teams with rings. He joins other teams to take away the rings. Is this September 02 or, or? August 01. August 01. Okay, fine. Okay. So, so who was the best team in the league that year? Can he go to Portland? Yeah, he can. We'll talk about that. But, I mean, so you, Portland's your first proposal. Yeah. Okay, tell me why. Was well, Scotty still there? Scotty is still there. Interesting yeah. point. Yes, I Thank think you. I think him and Scotty. I think that's the best storyline. Okay, so he he goes to Portland. He reunites with Scotty Pippen, and he's uh, like a teams, role player. But everyone on the team, if you remember, was a role player. Yeah, it so, was like seven. So those role teams at shooting guard had uh, Dick, Derek Anderson and Bonzi Wells, both very young. Yeah. So MJ would have been an upgrade, but not as much as he would have been in other places. Imagine like the gambling things with Bonzi Wells and Derek yeah. Anderson. But here's I the mean, thing. people would have been betting family members. On yeah, but he wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been enough. Maybe they win another round or two in the playoffs in the West. But the West is stacked. As a reminder, like the best five teams in the league that year were all in the West: God, Sacramento, so Dallas, Los Angeles, San Antonio, Minnesota. Okay. Then New Jersey. Then Portland is seventh. So Portland's the seventh best team in the league, but they're also the sixth best team in the West. She's saying he, so I mean he's not gonna he's not gonna so go to Jersey MJ, though. Maybe you move up one or two spots, but you're not you're not making you're not winning the title. You're not threatening the Lakers. Yeah, but I don't think he should go to Jersey, who's the best team out east, right? Okay, so that's another possibility. Yeah, you don't like that. I don't like that because he doesn't really fit. Um, like he's gonna play with Kittles. Well, see, so he replaces. So here's here's the thing. The East he's is like not much all-time. better than Kittles. The, Kittles the East is fine, at an all time all time nader there. Okay, so the yeah. best teams are the Nets and the Pistons. They're not that great. The Nets made the finals in both O two and. Can 0-2 we just anyway. read the the O two fake team with Jordan? Okay, how, yeah. let's so, say he yeah, replaces so remember, Derek this team Anderson. Made the finals in O two and O three without Jordan. So now you get Jordan against MJ in the finals in two thousand two. Jordan against MJ. I mean Jordan against Kobe. Excuse me. Oh, I want I want to read the Blazers the, the Blazers roster with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Read us the Blazers. Okay, Ruben Boomshe Boomshe. Rick Bronson. But these aren't the, the starters. Are you just saying all 12 guys? Like, think, about, think about the locker room with Michael Jordan. Oh, well, Dale the, Davis. Jail, well, Jail Blazers were a couple years later. Chris yeah. Dudley. Jordan and Dudley could probably talk politics. <laughs> Sean Kemp. Steve Kerr. Ruben Patterson. Yeah. Scottie Pippen. Zebo. Yeah. Da- Damon Stoudemire, Bonzi Wells, and Rashid. It's amazing. Derek so Anderson, good. Eric Barkley. I mean, every single guy in that locker room has like you can an have extremely a long Wikipedia page that has nothing yeah. to do with basketball. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Um, but hold on. So we were talking about the Nets, though. So the Nets, use, he's an upgrade over Kerry Kittles. It's not enough, right? Right. No, it's not enough. It's it, it, the it's they already made the finals those two years. They would have still made the finals. The yeah. difference between Kittle and MJ is not the difference. They're not going to beat the Lakers. I don't think so. Or, or the Spurs the next year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So he could do that. I don't think he does that. So. But you're missing, to me, like, the overwhelmingly obvious one. 
Who is the best team in the league? Who is the team who went to Game 7 against the Lakers, like, heartbreakingly, you know, one, and then the next year in 2 Nobody went to Game... Oh, oh, in the West. Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. like, the Sixers didn't. What are you talking about? You, oh, the Kings. Tell you? The, the Kings, Kings, of course. Yeah, yeah. How perfect is that? In 2001, the Lakers and Kings play an epic seven-game series. Well, that's a great question. Who gets who gets the calls if MJ's on the Kings also? So, yeah. Does so, the league MJ, give them the calls? I got news then? for you. MJ always gets the calls. Yeah, no, I know. So, think about the drama in the storyline. The Kings go to seven games against the Lakers, just fall short. They win a second title in a row. And who joins them? Coming to get another ring, by the way. Yeah. Keep himself ahead of Shaq and Kobe in the ring count. It would be amazing. Think of the starting lineup. So, Doug Christie goes to the bench. You got Mike Bibby, borderline all-star. Doug Christie's Michael wife Jordan. is so mad. Imagine yeah. the tweets from Jackie Christie when Doug Christie goes to the bench for MJ. <laughs> yeah, that MJ kicks her son off to the bench. Uh, her husband. Well, he's basically like her son. Same thing. Michael yeah. Jordan, borderline all-star. Paige Stiakovic, borderline all-star. Chris Webber, top 10 player. Yeah, Vladi. Vladi Divac, top 35. I mean, you know, still very solid. Yeah. Then off the bench, you got Doug Christie. You got Hidu Turkoglu. Yeah, you got Gerald Jackson, Wallace as a rookie. Was actually a sixth man. Yeah. Mateen Cleaves when we thought he was going to be really good. Yeah. I mean, that team was so, 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 so close to the Lakers. Obviously, if you upgrade from Christie to MJ, and then, you know, the bench minutes that go to Christie instead of whoever, um, like, there's no question that team wins the ring in 02, and almost certainly in 03. And now MJ's got another two rings on his legacy. He knocks Kobe off a peg, steals a title from your Spurs. So, I mean, how amazing is that? How, how badly do you wish that would have happened now, other than the Spurs part? Um... Yeah, no. From a from a a, na- a national perspective, it obviously demolishes anything Spurs. From related. everything, from a legacy, like how, think yeah. how we talk about MJ now. No, it'd be incredible. It'd He's be got incredible. eight rings. It's incredible, and it's really the only. It works so perfectly. Even if he gets one of them, oh man, yeah, it really puts LeBron in a tough spot. Well, <laughs> I mean, the only reason the NBA is coming back is because LeBron wants to get a ring, right? Because if LeBron said we're not playing, that's the end of the season, and they all got paid. It's not like yeah. baseball. Right? So the yeah. only reason we're having this season is because LeBron wants to play to get a well, ring. I mean, I think we all want a season. I think we all we all know the fans want a season. Yeah. But, like, I don't well, know. So do it's, the players, and so do the owners, and so do the, 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 you know, the media partners. So every literally everybody does a Q. Well, but the I, players I, on I the playoffs the desperately don't want to play. So, like, a union vote though. might not be, you know. All right. So, anyway, so let's say he doesn't go to Sacramento, which, as we said, is the dream scenario. You mentioned uh, the second-best team that year was Dallas. But Dallas, Michael Finley was scoring 20 a game. Was you know they did, Dallas would not have had a, a role for him, honestly. I mean, they could find a role, but it wouldn't have made sense. Michael Jordan's not going somewhere to come off the bench. He's going somewhere to be your starting shooting guard, right? Yeah. Work so, Dallas does not work. Uh, so, next we have your Spurs. So, now let's talk about something else for you. Mm-hmm. He, the Spurs, in 2002, have a, a weird spot. Have a past his prime, Steve Smith. Who's, who's worth very little, and yeah. a young Steven Jackson-Manu combo the next year when Steve Smith retires. Those teams could have absolutely used a shooting guard. Yeah, they could have used them. They could have used them. I mean, Jackson yeah. makes a lot of plays in 03. He's yeah. not yeah, like yeah, Steven he, Jackson playoffs, All-Star yet. But he's been living off of forever because Bill Simmons overhypes him a little bit, I think. But, um, but no, but he was fine. Yeah, he Steve Smith is, is done. So they absolutely they win the title in 02. They already won it in 03 anyway. That's two more rings for MJ. Uh, do they win with MJ? Probably, yeah. Yeah, Popovich well, would have figured something out. So they out. obviously win with that, and that was with Steven Jackson. Oh, in for 02, sure. Steve Smith. Well, was not a big for hole. sure. I don't know. The second year, I don't know if Jackson is is not much better than MJ at that point. No, what I'm what I'm saying, they already won in 2003 without MJ, so they don't need MJ to win in 03. My point is that you're making them worse by adding MJ if it's instead of Steven Jackson, they probably don't get. That's what I'm saying. Oh, they don't get him in the draft. You're saying. Well, uh, they they, uh, they didn't draft Steven Jackson. So then where'd they get him from? 
You're uh, saying they, they don't target him. They don't target because, him. They don't get him. They, uh, they well, trade I think him. they still do because they, they, they still want depth on the bench. Remember, I mean, you were saying it's because Steve Smith was so bad. So whatever. Maybe they win an 0-2 and not 0-3. But uh, again, I think they probably win an 0-2 and an 0-3. Okay, they don't have Steven Jackson, but they still have uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Duncan, Jordan, think of that. Um, Robinson even on that team. You got three top fifteen, uh, top 18 guys all time. All right. So, Steven so Jackson teams, by the way, Nets, Spurs, Hawks, Pacers, Warriors, uh, Charlotte, I assume that's the Hornets. Um, is it the Bobcats, maybe? Uh, Bucks, Spurs again, Clippers. Yeah, a lot of teams. Guy, guy gets around. I actually saw, I was watching a YouTube video. He was he was friends with George yeah, Floyd. Yeah, yeah, he's been uh, all over the news piece. this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that's like a Facebook right. comment you just made, because everyone, yeah, everyone saw it. Sorry, everybody knew that. Um, all right, let's try and keep it focused on that. Uh, all right, so so the King's clearly the best option. Uh, we talked about your Spurs. That's another ring or two. Uh, can I dream about MJ coming to Minnesota for a second? Um, can you so dream about the Wolves? MJ the, the Wolves won yes. fifty plus games both those years, but they were very weak at shooting guard. It was an Anthony Peeler Kendall Gill combo, and then the, the year before they actually started Wally Zerbiak at the two. You know where he was a, a defensive liability, to put it mildly. By the way, nobody asked for who the who the person was in my shower anecdote from Eddie last week. Oh, <laughs> are you disappointed? Yeah, I, I, I now I I just thought of it when you, it wasn't Wally Zerbiak, but when you said Wally Zerbiak, it made me think of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Anyways, I think I, I so I'm honestly the Timberwolves could have used a shooting guard upgrade, but honestly, instead of getting 51 wins, they go out 56. Like they'll win more in the playoffs. They're not getting past the Lakers, I don't think. So it's sort of like Portland. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, he's not winning a title that way. Mm-hmm. And then really, there's no other options. I mean, you talked about the Nets. We could say the Pistons, but the Pistons actually did not need him. They had they had Jerry Stackhouse, who put up like all star caliber numbers in 02. And then the next year, Rip Hamilton came up from from Washington and did the same thing. So yeah, I don't think yeah. So I don't think. Um, but I got one more option for you. All right, I got one yes. last option. Sure. 2002, the Boston Celtics. The next year, they won like 20 games. But in 2002, the Boston. Oh, Celtics, remember, imagine Simmons. Just imagine. <laughs> no, okay, imagine, imagine Simmons. All that, the Simmons. Okay, that would be insufferable. But the 2000 Celtics rode Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker and nothing to Game Six of the Finals in that garbage East. Okay, yeah. they're starting their shooting guard minutes that year went to Tony Delk, Eric Williams, and a 20-year-old Joe Johnson. Six points a game, a combined PER barely in the double digits. This is worse shooting guard production than any other team I've mentioned. All right, this team yeah. went to Game Delk Six could of, the, let of the Conference Finals college. anyway. They needed yeah. one more win against the Nets. If you put MJ on that team, they probably win that game. But they, they make the, the finals and lose. That team is still not good But enough. you have they the O two 2 finals, finals Celtics-Lakers. Yeah, that's MJ, cool. MJ, Kobe. No, of course they get killed. But uh, They get destroyed. <laughs> they, they, they're yeah. worse than the Nets. But uh, Bill Simmons is totally insufferable. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, you should suggest this to him. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine uh, if he still yeah. wrote columns. He would, like, yeah. write this now. Yeah, he just did a mailbag. I should have written into him. What happens if MJ joins the Celtics? He did a he did a oh on a podcast you mean, yeah. Do it, has he ever explained why he physically cannot write a column? Like is he is it like a mental block at this point? Um, I don't know. Because why put in the work? Honestly, I know, but like once in a while, you can't do like one a year. Like it's clearly a thing at this point that he like he just physically can't write. I know why now, but, like, you know, he wasn't this rich five years ago. Yeah. All right. So why don't we get to the topic at hand, which is the sports Mount Rushmore's. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, you know, you guys did a Mount Rushmore's podcast on RAP. It was very popular. We've done things like this in the past, but not exactly. 
So what I went through is I took every single city in North America that has a team in one of the major four uh, sports. I did not include the MLS yet because I don't mm-hmm. think there's a lot of legendary MLS players. Um, and I put together what I thought would be the Mount Rushmore. You know, if you have to take four uh, sports uh, uh, players, persons from each of those cities to most represent that city, like the four that that city most honors, most loves, whatever, who would those four be? So it's not necessarily the best four statistical ones. So I went through every single city. Then I mentioned it on the podcast. So some listeners sent in some other people as well. Um, the one caveat is a lot of these cities, especially these one sport towns that have relatively recent expansion teams. Right. Yeah. Jacksonville, Sacramento uh, in the NHL. Obviously, you got uh, Columbus, Ottawa, Las Vegas. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot even where there's been a team longer. It's Calgary. It's obviously just one team. So, like, there's not a lot of options for those cities. Right. Yeah. And then I was also thinking about like in Minnesota, if we were doing this in Minnesota and we'll get to Minnesota, later, Minneapolis later or the Twin Cities. But uh, Herb Brooks, who was the coach in the University of Minnesota yeah. hockey team. All right. So you're getting funky at this point. Well, but. I, I think Herb Brooks has to be on that. Like, he's the coach for the most But are you only doing major sports? Like, does that mean Michael Phelps should be in Baltimore? But is Michael Phelps ident- – like, he's from Baltimore. Yeah. But when you ask a Baltimore sports fan, who are your right. favorite athletes ever? Are they yeah, saying Baltimore Michael Phelps? Yeah, Baltimore athletes. They're probably Who are the most important Baltimore Phelps. athletes? Are they saying – they might be. It's a possibility. But so it's, it's very unique – uh, and it's not really even because he was just an Olympian. First of all, that team, I think like 13 of the guys in the team were from Minnesota. Uh, which uh, majority No, that of the guys team is team. heavily associated with Minnesota. Yeah, and, and it was the same coach who had won, I think he won four, maybe five, I think four national hockey titles at the University of Minnesota in the 70s. In that but decade. So basically you're saying the greatest sportsmen from that city, or women, because... Yes, yes. Because there could be coaches. If there you remember, so Sports on. Illustrated did this, they, Sports Illustrated did a really aggressive won an issue for an entire year, the 50 best athletes from every state. So in New York, it's like... You and I loved that so much when we were high school nerds. Oh, I I don't even think we were in high school yet, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was... Oh, we were? It it just feels like 80 years ago. It was so great. And then, like, you get Vermont... Hold on, but they did... Let's be careful. They did the 50 best athletes born in each state, like from each state. Yeah, it was a little tricky. I'm not doing that, right? I'm doing where players played. I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. Yeah, well, the best part about that was, like, they'd get to a small state, and, like, number seven would be, like, played three games in Major League Baseball. Number 21 would be, like, was once on HGTV in the background, uh, you know, holding a fishing rod, so he's a great fisherman. Meanwhile, like, California was, like, uh, Jim Brown, 47. You know, it was it, the uh, the dis- disparity between... The disparity yeah. bet- between... Yes. Uh, well, listen, that, that's going to be the same in, in this operation as well, honestly. Uh, but let's get let, let's get to that. All right. Okay. So, yes. Okay. So anyway, so the point is that I'm ex- I'm not doing this for every, I'm not doing this for Tuscaloosa and every single city with a big college program, but I I'm only doing it for the cities that have a, a professional team in the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, or NFL. However, once I do that, it's open to anyone, including college guys, and so we're gonna have a lot of college representation from the first few. That's my point. All right. Mm-hmm. Did we yeah, lose let's do it? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. Okay, all right. So I rank these loosely 45 to 1 in terms of the impressiveness of the Mount Rushmore, the four uh, players on it, but it's not super strict. So uh, don't yell at me or tweet at me because I have your city 36 instead of 28 or whatever. I don't care. Uh, so 45 is Las Vegas, obviously. Uh, we have the Golden Knights uh, who have been there for a couple of years. You know, they did go to the finals, but they don't have a lot of, you know, legacy yet. And then we have the Raiders who have yet to play a game there. So I have Jerry Tarkanian on this one, uh, the legendary basketball coach UNLV. 
And then the best two Golden Knights, I think, have been Flurry and William Carlson. Flurry and William Mark Carlson. Andre Flurry. Yeah, yeah. And okay. William Carlson. So the point is, anybody going to make two different cities? Because now they think about Flurry, and like, I don't think he makes Pittsburghs, but like, it's not the craziest thing in the world, you know? Yeah, it's it's the craziest thing. In the world. Well, it's no, but like, what if Cros- what if they let Crosby go to and Crosby had become their Flurry? Do you know what well, I mean? You, you look at a guy like Wade Boggs who ended his career in Tampa Bay, or you know, yeah. we'll get to some, it, there. There could be guys on multiple cities. It's I'm awesome. doing all um, all team, all NFL team teams, like the all Jets team, the all Falcons team, the yeah. all Vikings team. And I was thinking, is anyone going to make... Definitely people will make two teams, right? Yes. Deion Sanders is probably going to... You know, actually, so I have one a- guy who's on three teams in the NFL. I won't say who it is yet. Oh, but your teams are... Wait, but you have those teams? You have to send them to me. I thought I did. I'll have to check. You sent me only two. I only have Vikings and half the Cardinals. Okay, all right. Um, but you'll actually save me like three days of work if you send it to me because uh, I was about to start. The But my I only do 22 because I think it's better if you just pick starters. Like It makes you make tough decisions. Yeah. So I don't think anybody's a starter for all for three teams. Yeah. I was. Th- I haven't gotten into every team. I, was I, I think in, in basketball, I definitely have. I think Jason Kidd is on three teams in basketball. Jason Kidd. Oh, but that's a 12-er? Yeah, okay. That makes sense. I, think I was thinking Mavs, like Morton or Nets. Gary Anderson, possibly. I'd have to look at how many years they played. But like a, As a kicker? A kicker yeah, who a kicker. made it could could. No, because every team three. has a kicker who's kicked for 10 years. I mean, if but if you're doing 53, a 53. Three teams. No. NFL, no. Two teams yep. is a lock. There's a lot of guys. I'm going to argue differently. If you're doing 53, yeah. Dion comes close to making four teams because he's he's the he makes starter. The Falcons, obviously. Start on the did Falcons. He, did he play long enough on on San Francisco? No, he was one year on San Francisco. Okay, so no. But he was, you know, the best, you know, a superstar. Well, so on a, how on are you doing that? Are you doing just the best? Indiv- so I no, 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 I'm not doing the best. Individual I have both those charts in basketball and in baseball, not in football. I'm not I have doing the best all-time individual. team. The best. Somebody has. The there, there's a career. guy already who did it, who's like a researcher. So I specifically didn't do uh, okay. best, best season. But then I, but then I also have, yeah, the best collection of like, like the best first baseman season, the best second baseman season, you know, in, in, in basketball. But then Dion goes to Baltimore, and that's such a young franchise. It wouldn't shock me if he makes like the back end of that roster. So he's three, and no, then maybe like not a nine. By the time he got to Baltimore, he was good. I think he made Pro Bowl. Well, listen, we'll see because I'll make the team or if I haven't made it. I'll update it or whatever. Okay. All right, let's. Um, okay, so forty-four is Winnipeg. They've had the Jets, two different versions of the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I put Dale Haverchuk on the team, Teppo Newman in, um, and then I stopped caring about Winnipeg, even though that's where my ancestors are from, my grandparents mm-hmm. are from. Yeah. So um, yeah, so people from Winnipeg tell me who I'm missing on Winnipeg. Uh, Ottawa I have next. They've had the Senators, Daniel Alfredson, Wade Redden, Jason Spezza. Um, and then the prime minister, I guess. I don't know who else goes on the Ottawa team. You got any takes here? No, probably some guy from the CFL. Yeah. All right. We, so it's a little bit boring at the bottom. Uh, Columbus is forty-two. They have the Blue Jackets. They I probably would have started at the top here. Yeah. Well. So, but so so Columbus, right? So We're Rick going Nash like is alphabetical order, bounce up and down yeah. and up and down. So Rick Nash is on the team, obviously, right? Yeah, but, well, I, I, but I'm not even going to pretend to know Columbus. This well, but so scene. this is the point. So at this point, this is what. But I shouldn't it be college you. players then? Well, so that's who it is. So Columbus, well, Archie Griffin. For college, it's much more going to be a coach than a player because at the best, the co- players are out for four years. Doesn't matter. There are guys in in Columbus who are going to be legends. That's okay, a, so I my Columbus Mount Rushmore is Woody Hayes. Okay. Urban Meyer. Okay. Jim Tressel. Oh, so it's all the good Ohio State coaches. And then Rick Nash. No, and then and then my other guy, John Cooper, Archie Griffin, John, John Wilkins, Archie Griffin, and Rick guys. Nash walk into the same the same restaurant. Yeah. Rick Nash is paying twice before they let Archie Exa- Griffin. Exactly. Play. That's the absurdity of this. But I still got to keep one guy from the professional team because that's why they're on this list. I can't just mm-hmm. put four Ohio State guys. You know. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number forty-one. I have Vancouver. 
I got four professional guys, different sports. It's a little pathetic. So we got the Canucks, obviously, the Whitecaps in MLS, the Grizzlies used to be there. So I got Daniel and Hendrick Sedin. Obviously, you got to have two Sedins. Yeah. Can't really you separate. have Luongo, of course. I feel like they could get, if it was a real man much more, they could like share one square, but sure. Well, and then Sharif Abdurahim. <laughs> How great is this exercise? Why not Big Country? Did I show you the Big Country documentary? Sure, a lot there's better like, than Big Country. There's like a half-hour mini-documentary. I think it's probably on YouTube about Big on Country. Brian Reeves? Yeah, you didn't see it? I, I would imagine he's like 500 pounds now. He, it's very weird. Can I, can I like spoil a little bit? Yeah, you can spoil She it. looks, I'm so it's a woman in Canada. It's a little weird thing where she Wait, like gets... a woman in Canada now? No, 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 no. There's That's a woman unbelievable. In, the documentarian is a woman in Canada. Oh. And like the thing is she, her, he really was her favorite excited. player. She goes to find him. She's a tiny lady, which is a funny contrast if if and when she meets big country. But and like it's a weird thing where like the whole thing is like, well, I love basketball, but I got cut from my I thought I was going to be the WNBA. But then I got cut from my like junior college team in Canada, like just so close. Like she makes it seem like I was almost there. Um, But then eventually she finds him. uh, And uh, he has a giant like basketball gym. That she goes and shoots hoops with him in. And he claims like he has not played basketball in like 14 years until she shows up. It was very, it was a little strange. He's, other than that, it was normal. Like he, he's like a farmer. He's, um, he's not he's as fat as you so think, like but he is a okay. large man. He is a, yes. he has, he has left basketball behind, but there's, you know, yeah, he lives I hope like. he's doing okay financially. I, it looked like he was doing very okay financially. Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. You can buy a lot of land in the big country, I guess. All right. Um, so, yeah. So he, but obviously, Sharif Ibrahim was much better. Sharif Ibrahim was putting up 20 points a game for those garbage teams. I'd put Mike Bibby on before big country. Or did, did, did big country identify with, or did the fans of Vancouver identify with big country more? Is that what you're saying? Did the fans of Vancouver. In Vancouver, who did they identify with more, uh, big country or Sharif? Uh, Sharif was better. I mean, he never made the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, it's got to be Sharif. They, they yeah. appreciate uh, good basketball. Yeah. Mike Bibby, maybe. Um, yeah. All right. So, so that's next on my list. Uh, next up, we have Sacramento. Uh, they have the Kings. So uh, here, I put Rick Adelman there because he was there for a long time, and a lot of the players came and went. So I have Mitch Richmond, Chris Weber, Peja Stajakovic, and Rick Adelman. And I thought about Vlade, but honestly, I think they hate Vlade right now, given what he's done as the president of the team. Um, I don't. I think like uh, yeah. Sometimes these guys ruin their legacy. We see it in college. Like a coach goes back and. Like, they ruin their legacy by going back and flopping. Usually, they ruin their legacy. Like, eventually, almost every coach or GM gets fired. I I don't know, like, enough about their fan base to know if Vladi has really ruined his uh, his spot. Yeah. Well, but but does he deserve a spot otherwise? Because, you know, Peja's peak was obviously higher than Vladi's. No, Vladi over Peja. True. Come on. Mitch Richmond, that's true. Those guys were all all-stars. I, the Inside problem with these things is, as you know from the internet, there's so much recency bias with all these things, like if you're asking fans. Well, but Sacramento, know. the team only got there in 1984 or whatever. I think Mitch Richmond. Uh, I said Mitch Richmond, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Vladi. Uh, I don't know. What's the debate? I don't know. I, I, I gave you my team of four. And I'm okay. just asking you what you think. Yeah, no, I like it. I think it's very late and you're not paying so much attention. It's a little late, but uh, it's fine. You started with 15 minutes of Michael Jordan. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm a little right, tired. Okay. But uh, next we have good. Jacksonville. So yeah. Jacksonville definitely should have started with the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So Jacksonville. All right. Let Brunel me guess. Let me guess. There. Brunel, right. um, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardle. 
All right, Maurice Jones-Drew. No Maurice Jones-Drew? No yeah. Tony who's on the Hall of Fame final list? Uh, well, I, players aren't really going to – I'd still say there is a, there's like an NFL films about Keenan McCardle and Jimmy Smith that I watch because I'm, you know, devouring yeah. all sorts of football Jimmy content. Jimmy Smith made, what, five Pro Bowls? Wasn't that one of your questions on trivia? Yeah, six, five or six Pro Bowls, and yeah. all those other guys made none. Yeah, but Jimmy Smith has had a very rough time, and Keenan is like their receivers coach or something. Like Keenan is is uh, okay. or an off- is going to be an offensive coordinator. So like Smith is Smith Sorry is to hear that. yeah Smith has had a much tougher life. Mm. Um, okay. Well, I don't uh, want to put the pressure of him of having his face up there forever. But yeah, fortunately, we don't need. They didn't even because... retire. They haven't even retired his number, so I don't think. Well, he's you that know below. who I'm putting in Jacksonville on the Mount Rushmore? Who? Like, let's be honest of what they care about there. Steve Spurrier, Billy Donovan, Urban Meyer, and then Mark Brunel. It's not Jacksonville per se, but fine. Yeah, I know, but it's close enough. The, the reason they put a team there is because of the Florida, like, you know. And the, and, the, and the Jaguars always go out of their way to try and get, you know, former Florida players. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, number 38, I have Calgary, the Flames. Uh, here's where our Canadian listeners can tell me I'm an idiot, but I took Jerome McGinley, Al McInnes, Theo Fleury, and Mika Kiprasov. Okay. Yeah. Let the cl- let the flame the flame fanatics. Yeah. All right. Number thirty-seven. I have Tennessee. So Nashville and Memphis are going to share a okay. uh, Mount Rushmore. Okay. We'll put it in the Tennessee okay. Mountains because neither city has had players long enough to like really. Deserve Ooh, get ready it. for some angry tweets from Johnny De Silvera. All right. Okay. So I got the Titans, the Grizzlies, the Predators. They had the the Memphis Sounds back in the ABA. You got a, you got a lot of teams, but they yeah. haven't been around there for that long. So here's my contender. Okay. Other, Steve McNair is is the first lock. He's Steve a Steve McNair is on it, obviously. Well, you know what I was thinking to, today? Can I tell you others receiving votes? Uh, from the Titans, Eddie George, our beloved Eddie George from Survivor uh, Token Sheets. Not yet, not necessarily. He's not receiving votes? No, he's on the fucking Mount Rushmore, baby. Oh, okay, that's insane. It's insane. Eddie George was a, like a perennial Pro Bowl. A perennial no, I like Eddie George, a very likable guy. Also yeah. also could easily be in the Columbus Mount Rushmore, honestly. He's probably very popular there. Yes. So Marcus Gasol, Mike Conley, Shea Weber, Pekka Rene, Thomas Facoon, Barry Trotz. Um, they're all others receiving votes. I have Steve McNair and Eddie George. Okay. And then the other two spots are going to two legendary coaches, Pat Summit and Philip Palmer. Uh, no. For sure, Pat Summit would be out of Tennessee. What about Penny Hardaway? Best player at Memphis, and now he's the coach. I mean, he'll probably be in jail in like two months. Yeah, but as you said, you can't have recency bias. Like, Amount Rushmore is, is, is legacy. It's all time. It's not what it be done for you. Uh, I think Penny, Penny was like the coolest player ever. And is now the yeah. head coach that like was pulling in the top recruits of the country every year. So you say Penny over who? Who gets booted? Uh, get rid of Fulmer. All right. You remember what Pat Summit's son? Okay, I'll come look. I'll come. I'll come in a little bit. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Right, we're trying to figure out if we can fit a piano. Uh, no one's ever gotten a piano and not regretted it. Yeah. No, we have a piano. We're trying to upgrade pianos. Oh no! Get rid. Of, what does your son take piano lessons? Yeah. I was a very serious pianist. Give him basketball lessons. Piano. I got sucks. legacy. My grandmother was like a famous what's, pianist. Eh, what's the matter. upside? No, your grandmother said she. Whatever. No, it's actually very sad. My grandmother was like like a like a brilliant piano player, or this is the family yeah. lore, anyways. As a child, when she was like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. But then her father died during World War One of smallpox or whatever the people were dying from, mm-hmm. and um, left her as the oldest child. And so at fifteen, she had to like stop being a. Uh, like a concert yeah, pianist yeah. and become like a teacher at like a local school, a piano yeah, teacher. So she was a piano teacher for like 70 years. That was her mm-hmm. whole life. Anyway. Yeah, Mary's grandmother also was also a piano teacher. That yeah, so joke. that's why piano is important. Anyways, um, uh, your kids should play piano. Yeah. So we did Tennessee. Can we go to Carolina next? Okay, Carolina. So uh, interesting. In Tennessee, you introduced a new player and booted Philip Fulmer off the list. Yeah, can we, we talk about Pat Summit's son for a second? 
Do you remember when yeah. he sl- when he like was sleeping with a player on the team? Pat Summit's son was coaching. Like I guess he was being groomed to be the next Tennessee coach by coaching elsewhere first. One maybe another SEC two school, some other major school. And he um, he knocked up one of the players, and he and like they're married now. But he was married to a woman. Like he was married to somebody else, and he oh, cheated on his wife with with a player whom to whom I believe he is now. Uh, so are you arguing that Pat Summit's son should be on the Tennessee Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Deadbeat, deadbeat husband, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Tyler Summit, and he was like twenty eight. Like he was going to be the coach by thirty. All he had to do was, all literally, all he had to do was like, yeah. a, like wear a condom with his mistress. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I now I think we not had this sleep conversation. with an Possibly on the podcast. But we I don't had think this conversation so. before. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Now that's excellent. Okay. Um, all right, so let's get to Carolina. So we have the Panthers, the Hornets, uh, and the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, I don't really have any hurricanes on this list. Sorry, Eric Stahl. I don't have any. Uh, well, but should we think bigger Carolina like Michael Jordan? Ah, Michael Jordan. Great call. Michael Jordan's on the Mount Rushmore in Carolina. Uh, any. Uh, uh, so then Coach K. Coach K. Yes. On the Mount Rushmore. So this is North Carolina. This is very broad. Yeah. You know, last year, Cam would have been a lock for it. Yeah, I agree with you. He would, and he maybe he will be one day. Like maybe you know, absence makes the heart well. Go it's fun, hard right? to be up there with Coach K and Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan's coach, who you seem to have forgotten. Oh yeah, okay, the Dean Dome, Dean Smith. Yeah, so Dean Smith. So those are the three locks to me. The fourth spot does it go to Roy Williams, who by now I think has been in North Carolina long. Yeah, I think he's you could North give it Carolina to Roy Williams. Long time. Yeah, I, he's ultimately he always loved so North that Carolina. Means Steve Smith, Cam Newton, Julius Peppers. None of these guys are okay. On but team. listen, it's Luke a college. Keighley, it's Cam a Ward. listen. It's ACC town. Got a hockey player in there, Cam Ward. Yeah. Uh, Muggsy Bogues, Kemba Walker, Dale Curry. Not a lot of great options. Now, uh, Stephen Curry is very good. Kemba Walker would be on the, on the Connecticut Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut, yeah. yeah. Not on this list because they don't have an NBA team. Or no. If you had the Hartford Whalers, maybe get a gun on the list. All right, uh, number 35 is Oklahoma City. This whole state of Oklahoma, really? Oof. I mean, everybody left. All right, now I did some deep research. Uh, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma have both had, like, historically, like, Deep benches of legendary Hall of Fame coaches in football and basketball. Okay, so I have Hank guys. Iba? Not, I oh Henry Iba. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Exactly. Okay. Good call. Yeah, good Oklahoma call by State Uncle Kevy. Eddie, Eddie Sutton. Uh, Eddie Sutton not on the list. See, I think Eddie Sutton to us, like we remember him because he was already old. We're like, oh, he's been there forever. He was there a long time, but they weren't ever great. No, I know he was. He was a compiler. Eddie Sutton. Yeah, famous compiler. Yeah. So he, but he's he's other candidates receiving votes. Uh, Bob Stoops, Benny Owen, Barry Switzer, who won a couple rings there. I think uh, players, Bennett, who, the players who brought the, who brought the Sonics never there. really fail. Like eventually, every coach fails. The players sometimes yeah. last forever at these places. I think you're missing. Yeah. That's why, like in in Jacksonville, did you have Tim Tebow? Like Tim Tebow is above every coach. Yeah, you're probably yeah. That's definitely right. But Tim Tebow is the unique college. Yeah, uh, player. Yeah, he's golden sure in, like until that. he becomes the Florida football coach in like five years, and also they go three and eleven every in there so well. Three and so. nine every. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because they're all virgins, too? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, here's what I have. I this have might be Russell. half. We might have to do the second half next time. Yeah. I have Russell Westbrook, and I have Kevin Durant. You know what? I, I, when the day is over, bygones be bygones, the first uh, you know professional team uh, to come to Oklahoma permanently, and they put them on the map. They took them to the conference finals. They took them to the NBA KD finals. KD is going to have his number retired. Oh, how sweet would it be yeah. if like, OKC just like and, realized? And he'll get a standing ovation from the crowd, 100%. And Westbrook be obviously will. Westbrook won't show up. <laughs> All right, so it's those two, Henry Iba, and the last spot I'm giving to Bud Wilkinson. Bud Wilkinson was the coach of Oklahoma football yeah. in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. They won three national championships. Um, 
He's uh, born in Minneapolis, actually. Not the Stoops. Know. You're not giving to the Stoops. No, so Stoops is is he's on my list of others receiving votes, but Barry Switzer's not even on my team. No, so. but Stoops is better than Switzer at this point. Yeah, um, I think he was there right, a long time. So, okay, so that so that's uh, I think Switzer just because in the NFL he was sort of a clown oh, and he had a gun Stoops. in his bag, and you know, but yeah, I mean he still won a t- he still won a Super Bowl in the, in the NFL also. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number thirty four is Portland. We have the Trailblazers. We also have the Timbers. Okay. So we have a couple of legendary coaches, others receiving votes, Slats Gill from Oregon State and Dana Altman from Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Terry Porter, not on the team. So who does that leave on the team? They're all I'd on the s- same team. I'd say Dame Lillard. Yep. Clyde. Yep. Rashid? No. No? No, no. No way. I think he's popular there. He's probably more popular than whoever you're going to come up with. Uh, uh, Bill Walton. Okay, Bill Walton, fine. And Dr. Jack Ramsey. Uh, Rashid is more Coach. popular. I mean, she's more popular now because nobody remembers Jack Ramsey because he'd have to be over the age of six. Yeah, not Darlington so. Nagby from the Timbers or somebody? Yeah. I, I, I desperately try to get an MLS guy in one of these teams. Problem is the Timbers are, are a new MLS team. It's not like they have like 15 years yeah, but even like the old playing MLS, the Donovan like, history. There's, there's towns that absolutely worship their MLS team. Don't get me wrong. But I, there's no player there who's become like a legend in the this, in this city. You know, They haven't done enough. All right, number 33 of the Jazz where, uh, speaking of the MLS, we have Real Salt Lake. Uh, we had the stars in the ABA, and of course, we have the Jazz now currently in the NBA. So, uh, name me who is the Utah Mount Rushmore. Akiva, go. Okay, Malone, Stockton. Yep. Uh, are we going to college basketball like Rick Majerus? I think. Nah, he got votes, but no. I think Rick Majerus probably is there. Over Lavelle Edwards from BYU. I think so. Over well, Jack I mean, those Gardner schools hate Utah. each other. It's not like they share fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah, you have each to have other. one from each. Uh, but anyways, I got none. I got Malone and Stockton, Adrian Dantley. Eh, okay. And Jerry Sloan. Yeah, right now Jerry Sloan would Utah's be. Utah's a place that respects their coach, damn it. Yeah, Jerry Absolutely. Sloan just passed away, RIP. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Zelmo B80, uh, who also, I think he won an MVP of the Gobert's NBA. got a lot of uh, imagery have to do right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's getting out of the Mount Rushmore tomorrow. No. That's true. We'll All right, uh, number 32, yeah. I have Central Florida. Tampa, 32. Orlando. All right, we're getting to the top 25, and then we're stopping. And we're oh, doing yeah. This oh, of course, yeah. This is a multi-parter. Three I didn't know that. Okay. We'll see. Uh, Tampa, Let's do Orlando, two parts. Like people the, whole, can... the whole central part of Florida, like when we sever Florida, you know, the tip of the penis and let it flow. You don't want the, that. You want them to have more like electoral votes? Come on. No, I want to get rid of as much of Florida as possible. Oh, okay. You just want to sever them into the sea. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, okay. we sever the, the bottom half flow. and floats away. Okay. So then, so then the, the part that will then be the uh, southern part, but currently the central part, Tampa Bay, Orlando, Merritt Island, that whole area. The Bucks, the Magic, the Lightning, the Rays. So... It's surprising that collectively they have a team in all four sports because the the Rays are not known as one of the most popular uh, teams in their sport, and really that's true of I mean the Magic, even though they've had runs, I think that's true of the Magic as well. The Bucks seem to have solid fans, and the Lightning mm-hmm. actually pretty good. So who do we think? Who do we have for Central Florida? Who do you think? Central Florida. I have one Ray. Dante one Culpepper. <laughs> like he played well, at Central going, Florida. You're like, literally the University of Central Florida. Yeah, I'm going to University of Central okay, Florida. Yeah, this is yeah. It's it's not called the, the Central Florida Mount Rushmore. It's just all of a sudden, as the highway gets close to Tampa and Orlando, you just see it pop so up. So this in is Tampa and Orlando. Tampa and Orlando. Yeah. Ooh, Sha- so I, you, I have one Ray, Shaquille O'Neal, maybe. Bucks. No, so Shaq wasn't there long enough and left and really burnt them and really hurt them. Warren Sapp. Proud of Shaq. Warren Sapp, yep, he's on the list. I mean, like, Leroy Selman was, is maybe their best player. Derek Brooks, they're all three Derek of them. Derek Brooks are. I have as well. Yeah. yeah. Sapp and Brooks, you know, the, the main guys who brought, the, you know, the most – them and John Lynch, I guess, the most famous guys on that defense that won them. The and Super then Bowl. I'm going to say Evan Longoria. Evan Longoria, excellent. Yeah. yeah. 
I thought Forever I have four. on the Rays. And yeah. then I have one Lightning. I have Martin St. Louis. Okay, St. Louis, fine. Yeah. Wasn't the Cavalier? Who's Stamp better? St. Louis better than the Cavalier? Um, well, I think that St. Louis was on Tampa Bay longer than the Cavalier was. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is random because I think Sammy Chester mentioned Vincent LeCavalier in a chat that he has with the two of us in the last week. Oh, yeah. And then said and mentioned he had never heard of him. Yeah, you know, well, Sammy has a lot of weird non sequiturs. Like, how come nobody's talking about, like, mentioned something yeah. that no one's ever heard of? Yeah. Like, Guys, what is that? No, he that? was legitimately confused why Game of Zones, those silly YouTube videos that I'm in love with, why that wasn't a bigger thing than um, The Last Dance. I like, would have never was, heard of Game of Zones if not for the chest. He was legitimately confused by it. He's like, yeah. how could it possibly be that it's not bigger? Right. I, I, I want to say I'd never heard of it. Yeah, I, I want it to be bigger. But sure. Yeah, that's not the world. It might be better, city. but. Yeah. So Why was Game of Zones bigger than Game of Thrones final season before yeah. it got bad? <laughs> Game of Zones had a better end than Game of Thrones. Uh, so Stephen Stamkos, John Lynch, Leroy Selman, who you mentioned, Rondé Barber, LeCavalier, Carl Crawford, John Tortorella, John Gruden, uh, you know, coach of the team, Tony Dungy, Joe Madden, a lot of coaches and uh, and managers, possible mm-hmm. candidates in, in Tampa, and, and but they're not there. T-Mac, mm-hmm. Dwight Howard, also not there. All right, Toronto, number 31. Oh, boy. Now, Toronto, a lot of listeners chimed in. Okay. Jason Stitt immediately said Dave Keon, Kyle Lowry, Dave Steeb, and um, Matt Sundin. So he immediately dropped one on me. I mean, Kyle, all Kawhi had to do was stay, and he's on the city's Mount Rushmore forever. Yeah, so I have Kawhi receiving votes, but people are like, no, well, one year, not enough. You one year he know. left, you know, yeah. he, it's not going to be his, his. Also, to be fair, it was more dramatic the way he did it, but he, it's not like he came in and like dominated the league and, and just destroyed everybody, won everything, and then left. It's not like he was the MVP. He wasn't even close. It's not like they were finals. To win, I think you know, the perception is that will the, well, the perception will be that was the Kawhi season. Like the shot. Oh, no, of course it's the Kawhi season. Don't get me wrong. But it's not. It's like what Kawhi did. It, it might be more emotionally satisfying, but it's a little bit different than like you know. I guess Roger Clemens, but you know he can't do that in baseball. So. Has has anybody won? Town, has anybody won year, titles? Destroys the league, mm-hmm. wins the title, yeah. wins MVP, wins everything, goes home. Alex, has anybody won uh, uh, titles on three different NBA teams? For sure, somebody has to have. Who has had, done right? it? Is this a trivia question? Yeah, but 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 I don't know the answer. I, I'm assuming. I, I would say yes because there's guys who just ride benches, right? Right. Like Parish think about the only, Kevin Willis's of the world. Only has Celtics and Lakers. I get yeah. uh, Celtics and Bulls. Excuse me. Um, Ori only has. Spurs no, but it's a guy Lakers. even deeper on the bench than that. It's guys we're not thinking. No, about, Ori right? has Spurs, Lakers, Rockets. Yeah. Oh, that is three. Okay, there we go. Okay, yeah. All right, so the answer was uh, yes, and it's Robert Ory. Okay, it's Ori and Sally. Ori and Sally. Oh, John Sally. Yeah, okay, fine. Who? So who was his last one? Who was he? Was he on the Bulls bench? Who, John Sally? Yeah. I think he's on one of the – hold on. Let's see what – Because he wasn't on the Rockets year. bench. Sally, Pistons, Bulls, Lakers, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I was just wasn't sure about Bulls. Right. What's crazy uh, is Ori won he multiple. He was a great defensive player. Ori won multiple with three good. teams. Now he's just like a joke on podcasts and videos, yeah. but he was a legitimately good defensive player. Yeah, Ori won multiple titles with three teams. He won the, the back-to-back yeah. with the Lakers, the, the three – the, the, the back-to-back with the Rockets, the three with the Lakers, and then and then two out of three with the Spurs. Yeah, not bad. Insane. All right, uh, so number 31, Toronto. Can you name the uh, seven active players with three rings? In what sport? The National Basketball Association. Okay. Um, LeBron, obviously. Yeah. Um, Curry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Draymond. Yeah. Um, Is there anyone else? 
like on their bench. I'm just thinking. Just think about the Warriors um, first. No, no, I, I know Clay, but I'm thinking on the bench. Yeah, well, did Clay win three? Oh, for sure he did. Yeah, so why didn't you did say he? him? Yeah, I don't know. I was saving. I was gonna say like so. No, because so, it's, so, it's so, four like, Warriors. It's four Warriors. They're not. It's not only Warriors. Yeah, I don't know who else on the Warriors. Iggy. Though. So, oh yeah, fine. I should have got that. And then there's two more. Yeah. Okay, so there's two. Okay, so let's see. They're mm-hmm. tricky for different reasons. So, are you going to say Tony Parker's technically still active? No, he's not like active. He's, he didn't okay. play this year. All right. Uh, and Gasol, wait, how many teams did Tony? Are you Par- saying Paul Gasol? Oh, he he hasn't retired yet officially. What? Or he has? Paul Gasol? No. He doesn't. He doesn't count. He does not count. Pow has um, three rings. Uh, oh nine, oh ten. I guess he only has two. Actually, two. yeah. Yeah, only two. Sorry, pal. Um, hmm. So is it someone else on Cleveland? Is James Jones? No, obviously not. Anybody from Miami or Cleveland? It's insane. They're both Udonis these are Haslam? insane. Yeah, Udonis no. is one, but there's a more. Oh, it is one. one? Okay. <laughs> there's nice. more a more insane one. More insane than Udonis Haslam. Yes. Um. I don't know who is it. Uh, Patrick McCaw won back to back with the the <laughs> Golden State, and then and then with the Raptors. That was on the Raptors. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Patrick McCall's, uh, McCall. That one's that one's tough to get. Yeah, I'll acknowledge that. All right, um, Udonis has him. That's a good pull. Okay, uh, Iggy, I should have got bad job. All right, so Toronto, I have Tim Horton. Okay, he's got his name literally all over the country now, even beyond hockey. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so people probably Horton. don't even know that he that he you know people in Toronto know. All right, I have Matt Sundin as well. Um, I have Vince Carter. No, he didn't have this Vince is Carter, so sad. Toronto is this is pathetic for Toronto. Yeah, honestly, it's not. Matt it's not Sundin couldn't make like, yeah, Jacksonville. For, for a city that's had a hockey team for a hundred yeah. years, they're pathetic. They haven't had a good player. Like uh, the the Arizona Cardinals have literally been around a hundred years. Their best player is Larry Fitzgerald. Their second best player is like uh, they have a bunch of good defensive backs, but like their second best offensive player is like nobody. Like they haven't had yeah. one. Anquan Bolden. It's a problem. A hundred so, years. I mean. I have I have Turk Broda also receiving votes, along with uh, some bunch of other guys that I've heard of. Can, um, should we? I think this is should be a conversation. Should we contract the Maple Leafs? Like we gave them the hundred years, they they flopped. The funny thing is, you work. could put a second team in Toronto and they would make more money. I know. Maybe we should. Maybe that would light a fire oh, under them. Oh, like just give Toronto an expansion team and delete the Leafs' awful history. No, give them an expansion. You know, team. the Leafs are very high in my cursed franchise rankings. I mean, of course they suck. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to like our majority Canadian Anyways, listeners. Um, I put Jose Bautista on here. How are you not going to have him at Rushmore yeah. with Bautista's arms up in the air and the bat flying? See, I don't know how they're going to Then just have Joe Carter. The then just have Joe Carter. Uh, but I think that Joe Carter. So will you have Joe Carter leaping then? Like, what does the Mount Rushmore but look Bautista like? Bautista was also a much better player, actually. Who was? Bautista. Yeah, these my Mount Rushmore's are not just faces. He no, Carter was fine enough for for you know. All right, so um, I got also receiving votes: Roy Halladay, Kawhi Leonard, Dick Irvin, uh, Robbie Alomar, Johnny Bauer, Kyle Lowry, Carlos Delgado, Dave Steve, Chris Bosh, Tony Fernandez, Demar Derozan. Um, yeah, but I have Vince Carter on there along with Matt. Yeah, Toronto's is very weak. Uh, they should not be thirty-one on the list. They should not be behind Edmonton. Edmonton has uh, four guys from the Oilers, and there's like six guys that could be from the same team that could all. Uh, be Gretzky, Messier, Yari, Curry, and whom? So I put those three in Grant Fuhrer. I just feel like he was like a very famous goalie. Sure. Um, and so I have that ahead of Paul Coffey, Glenn Sather. But um, I have Zach and Nolan debating it in, in the group. And they had Ryan Smith or Connor McDavid. Silly. So no, no, no. They went a little, uh, is that just because they're younger than us? They're younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's got to be guys from those teams in the 80s. They, they brought you all those cups. They win, also asked for Warren win Moon. Win one Moon be on there and then come his, back and put Ryan Can Warren Moon be on there for his CFL work? I don't think so. Oh, because six years in a row, he won a bunch of titles. He was like the MVP every year. Are there going to be oh. Oilers eligible in Houston? Like real oh, candidates? Oh, I got players from – when we get to the top, there's players from teams that, from franchises that don't exist anymore. There's a whole – But yeah, their fans are gone. Well, so that, but but you know what? Mount Rushmore was built a hundred years ago. How many fans? A lot. Thomas Jefferson's lost a lot of fans lately. He's lost a lot of fans, uh-huh. but he's still on Mount Rushmore. Okay. So you got on Mount Rushmore, you're there forever. Um, should I ask Dr. Jen if she can name the four presidents on Mount Rushmore? Yeah, please. Let's do that on the podcast. Dr. Jen, can you name the four presidents on the real Mount Rushmore? No. She guessed two Roosevelts. Two Roosevelts. Excuse me. Is it true she wants George W. Bush on the Mount Rushmore? Yes. Um, who would go on your Mount Rushmore along with George W. Bush and Donald Trump? <laughs> we can't hear her. She gave a sarcastic laugh and ate a cherry. So that was my answer. All right, number 29, New Orleans. Huh? George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Roosevelt, and Jefferson. Teddy. It was built like before. All right. Um, all right, New Orleans, number 29, the Saints, the Pelicans, and the the, uh, the Jazz, obviously, back in the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pete Maravich was on the also receiving votes because of the New Orleans Jazz. He's also sort of just a very sort of known, like, known, like, New Orleans kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Archie Manning receives votes for the same reason. Uh, Chris Paul and Anthony Davis, you know, both were good, very good in New Orleans, but I don't think they're getting on there. So who's, who's on the New Orleans Mount Rushmore? Drew Brees, number one. Obviously, yes. New Orleans, Mount Rushmore. Is it only Saints? There's no more players. It's Drew Brees, and no one else is a player. Okay. Um, well, that doesn't make sense because— Well, you can tell me I'm wrong, but I have Sean Payton. Okay. What about LSU? Well, I have Les Miles. He's the most popular guy. I'm going to give you somebody, and— And, and I then think... I have Tom Benson, by the way, uh-uh. the owner. Insane. I'm going to give you someone more popular than Tom Benson. Okay. Steve Gleason. Put him on there. Yeah. I mean, fine. But then but then if you have if you have Steve Gleason, you have to have Kawhi in Toronto. No. Because then it's no longer about like no. they're on. Steve you know. Gleason didn't freaking leave them for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, but he also didn't bring him a title. He just returned a punt. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's Steve, a wonderful no, story no, no, of no, his no. connection to the town. No, Steve Gleason. I, I I think Steve Gleason is the kind of thing that makes New Orleans a special town that it has that history with a with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he goes on the Mount Rushmore. Maybe he does. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I heard Sean wanted, uh, Payton said that Taysom Hill is getting his bust ready to be on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, number 28, Phoenix, uh, Arizona. I'm, I'm bringing in all of Arizona. Uh, the Cardinals, uh, the Suns, the Diamondbacks, the Coyotes. Okay. Uh, I have Lute Olsen, the uh, longtime Fine. coach of Arizona Fine. basketball. Luis Gonzalez. Okay. No. I think he's the most important guy on the most on the on their title team. Yeah, there's a guy who's much more important. Charles Barkley. No. Oh, oh, fine. You want Randy and Schilling, but just Randy because Schilling Johnson, is... Randy Johnson, of course, that's is fine. on there. That's and fine. by the way, you that's need fine. a tall fucking mountain to put Randy Johnson on there. It's true. Because everybody has to be by proportional. You can't have Lute Olsen the same that's size true. as Randy Johnson. So Lute, Randy, Charles Barkley. No, Barkley, no. He was there for like three years. No, nah, Barkley's on there, Matt Rushmore. No, there's no way. He's on it. Why? Because he won an MVP there and didn't win a ring. I'll top him with a guy who won two rings there, Steve, or two MVPs and didn't win a ring, Steve Nash. Yeah, that's fine. 
Steve Nash. So okay. Steve Nash, big unit, Lute Olsen, and then you're missing the number one by far. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Now, the, the guy who would really be there is Paul Tillman. Pat Tillman, excuse me. Yeah, you could put Pat Tillman there. Yeah, but it, but Larry Fitzgerald has to be I there. I put Pat Tillman in the I, top 1,000 because I was thinking, like, Al Blosis, who's this great tackle in, like, the late 30s, early 40s, goes to World War yeah. II and dies. And everyone's like, well, he would have been great. So, like, of course he's going to make the list. So why am I p- penalizing guys for going to that war and, you know, yeah. and, and not penalizing them? And, and, and Pat yeah, Tillman, who was— argue, When it was no longer a draft, it was— Yeah, you know, even better. More meritorious. I went through all of— doc- Also, Pat Tillman was leaving literally millions of dollars, not— you know, Millions of I, I, dollars. This is not taking anything away from any player who served, but, you know, yeah. it's obviously different in the 1930s and 40s. Um, I went through all of Dr. C's all-pro teams from—someone uh, yeah. found okay. them going back to— That's amazing. Yeah, I could send them to you if you want. I, I uh, from uh, I, I used I used to read that religiously in high school. Yeah, so I, I have them. I have the New high? New York Post, nineteen sixty nine, all the way through the nineties, and um, I stopped. Well, but that's but that, that's actually online though on Pro Football Reference. They have that. They have Doctor Z's. No, they have New York Post. That's Daily News. That's the Daily News had like uh, has a panel. This is specifically Doctor Z's. Okay, because they have newspaper. some random newspapers. They have the they have the Green clubs. Bay Gazette. Yeah, I, I, listen, yeah. I've been on I've been on every single. Yeah, there is not a relevant page that's not pink on my on my thing. Like I've been on every yeah. Wikipedia page. So um, let's see Akeem's last twenty four hours of a uh, browser history. You want to see it now? No, it's just gonna be a bunch of pro football reference. Yeah, it will be like. <laughs> yeah. I, you ever? I right, sometimes some like, others receiving votes in Arizona. Aeneas Williams. Yeah. When I thought of Cardinals football in the '90s, I thought of Aeneas Williams. Uh, Kevin Johnson, Luis Gonzalez, you said Sean Marion, Paul Goldschmidt, Kurt Schilling, Walter yeah. Davis, Alvin Adams. We're going back to the the sons of the '70s. Brandon Webb, oh my God. Jerry Colangelo, Bill Bidwell. You don't like owners and GMs, but like you know, they like brought these franchises there. How many sites have uh, I Shane clicked Gone, since twelve oh four? In the last guys from the NHL. All right, number twenty-seven. Wait, can 27. I ask you? In the last four hours and fifty minutes, how many sites have I clicked? In the last four hours and 50 minutes. Okay, so we got to keep in tra- mind the hours we're talking about where you are. So we're talking from like 11 p.m. till 4 a.m.? Yeah. Okay, so your kids are asleep. Yeah. So there's a lot of incognito mode going on. <laughs> <laughs> By a lot, I mean two minutes. Um, so we'll skip those two minutes for a second. I'm going to say you've been to in four hours. You've been to. Well, pick a random time from 12.04 to 4.54, and I'll read okay, it. Okay, from 12.04 a.m. to 4.54 a.m., whatever it was. Pick a random been, time. You've been on seventy-three websites. No, it's like uh, four hundred. How many? Pick a, <laughs> pick a, pick a random time. I'll tell you what what sites I went to that minute. Okay. What websites were you on at eight forty-three p.m. tonight? No, no, no. It's from twelve whatever. You're you're not in the time frame. Oh, so I have to be between twelve oh four to four fifty-four. All right, at two oh one a.m. Okay. Riveting podcast. Uh, yeah, Doctor Z's All Pro Team. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Z's All Pro Team. <laughs> Uh, Why am I surprised? Spotify. You said this is what it was going to be. Um, a tweet from Rob Sesternino. A tweet from... Read the tweet. Read the tweet. It's uh, the people tweet. of color should not have to live their lives in the United States in fear in the United States. We can't allow tragedies like the murder of George Floyd okay. to go on any further. Okay. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's off topic, by which I mean it's on topic. We're trying to stay off topic. Um, yeah. By the way... Uh, Doctor Z has Joe Namath as his as his, and he's usually on the same page as you. He's scouting like he's not just like guessing. You know, he's scouting every game and he's got a whole scouting system. Has to and he yeah. won't vote for any player he doesn't watch at least four full games in. Um, mm-hmm. He has Joe Namath as his number one quarterback in 1972, whereas you have him as like 11 or 12. 
And All right, well, the advanced stats, a million interceptions. The advanced okay. stats seem to agree with him. Like he, any uh, like a, a so net yards and go go look something? on Pro Football Reference. He's first on both okay. those in the league. I know that. Uh, he right. does throw a lot of turnovers, but every pass he throws complete for like 14 and a half yards. The truth I, is, it's very, it's a negligible difference between one and twelve. If you look at those, they're all kind of bad, and and you know, everyone's Listen, sort of. Listen, you're out of roll. You didn't have to back off like that. Um, and then he's got Jim Zorn as number one when you're when you're like eleven, and that's a little less defensible. But you're usually on the same page as him. Okay. Oh, can you quarterbacks were high everyone in the NFL, other than the back to 1937. Everyone was bad in the NFL except for the linemen. Like the linemen were good. It was like Deacon Jones. Those people. Like I watched this. I'm watching every Super Bowl as part of this thing. And like the Steelers Vikings Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like a it's little league game. Yeah, the Vikings like their offensive line is like all in the Hall of Fame, and the Steelers just like throw them like a cartoon character and just go like yeah. rip <laughs> Fran Tarkenton's face off. It's insane. Yeah. Like, the, like, like how are these? It's also watching old football, especially from the seventies. Yeah, like every single thing they do is illegal now. It's all illegal. Which explains why these guys are all dead at forty-five yeah. with damaged brains. I mean, the whole like, Steelers team. It's a different sport. The whole Steelers it's team. Like watching gladiators. Yeah, the whole Steelers team is dead. It was but like I went our, to one guy's page. He's like, he's the only living man that? of the offensive line. It's insane. Our grandchildren will literally watch nineteen seventies football the way yeah. we watch gladiators. Well, they probably like, won't I don't understand. Watch this was entertainment. People watched this. People cheered for this. People it's not this. a, a like, high yeah, we did. quality product. Those games. Because, like, neither team can complete a pass. Like, Terry yeah. Bradshaw, what does he complete? Like, six passes that game when they win? Yeah. I mean, the Vikings defense stops them, too. I mean, it's 16 to 6. 16 to 6, but the Vikings score on a punt block touchdown. The, yeah. the Steelers' 16 came on two touchdowns and a safety. Now, there's also a very controversial uh, blown call by a referee. But In that game? have to get into my. I mean, they that game is closer to 50 to nothing than, than, than Vikings win. Never the. In terms of domination, I agree, but nevertheless, in terms of the actual winner on the field, but we don't have to get to this. Okay. Uh, let's let's wrap this up so you can go to bed. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Number twenty-seven, Indianapolis, uh, Colts and Pacers. But I'm going to tell you right up front, I have Newt Rockney on this team, and I have Bobby Knight on this team. So who are the players for the Colts and the Pacers? This should be very easy. Peyton Manning, Reggie Miller. There. Yeah. That's Those are the only players? Uh, okay. Oh, you yeah, said Bobby Knight. I have, I have Rockney and I have Bobby Knight because you can't not have Notre Dame football and you can't not have Indiana basketball. Yeah. Um, Larry Bird, by the way, I have as, another, as a possible candidate for just college basketball and then obviously he's involved with the Pacers. Yeah. And then I have a million Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame coaches, Lou Holtz, uh, Eric Parsanian. Gene Cady, that yeah. Gene Cady's hair is like the first thing I think of when I think of Big Ten basketball. So it could be United like the, his hair could be part of the Mount Rushmore. Just his hair. Like or Asa's I got a better idea. His hair covers like all four of them like a hat. Oh, ah, that's nice. I like it. So I like you can it. stand under it and you don't get wet. as The as Bobby Knight one it. where he's like yelling, that's a fun Mount Rushmore. Like yeah. what I would also say like what Mount Rushmore would get the <laughs> most face. tourists to go to, you know? The most tourists? Yeah. Well, hopefully it's more or less the order I'm going. Yeah. But you know what? I think that one, Peyton Manning, Reggie Miller. Newt Rockney and Bobby Knight, those that, are all very famous people. A lot of people are Higher going profile. to the Indianapolis. Like, that might bring people to the Indianapolis if they have a sports yeah. Mount Rushmore. Um, my wife grew up in Michigan. Should I ask her if she would drive from Michigan to Indiana to see a Mount Rushmore of Peyton Manning, no. Reggie Miller, no. Newt Rockney, no. and Bobby Knight? Should There's I no ask need. her that question? There's no need. <laughs> we have a spoiler for the next Renat before we finish. Oh. So one of the three options picked was Doogie Howser, Season 3, Episode 7. Is Dr. Jen yeah. willing to come on? I don't think it's going to win uh, the now poll. Now that we're talking to her? Is she okay. willing to come on Renap? And I wouldn't be allowed on, obviously. Yeah, no, it would be her. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's going to be willing. You know how Akiva has another podcast with Rob's sister? It's much more popular. Do you know about that? Much, much more popular than ours. 
Are you, are you familiar with it? Have you heard of it? Yeah. yeah. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. It's an acronym. No, she did, she did not know that. Okay. Um, Neither does my wife. One one of the shticks. Do you have to do this every time you have a guest on your podcast? Give this whole background? Yeah. It's very complicated. Yeah, it's annoying. Okay. His show, <laughs> now people like it to listen to this live. His show is every week about a different topic, and the topic is listeners submit topics, and then Akiva and Rob accept the ones they submit, and then Akiva and Rob put them on a giant wheel, and they spin the wheel to find out the topics. So they don't know what the topic is until that week every week. Okay? So one thing on the wheel is called Season 3, Episode 7, which if it hits that, they so then have to go to a secondary decision-making process, <laughs> which is what again? Uh, a fishbowl. We have a fishbowl fish of yeah. ideas. They have a fishbowl. Rob has, like, in his office, a fishbowl full of golf balls of different shows, and they have to pick one of those shows and watch Season 3, Episode 7 of that show. Okay, that's what's going on. So they're going to do an episode about Season 3, Episode 7 of Doogie Howser. Would you come on and be a guest on their podcast? She said no. What? What the hell? <laughs> she could have saved me like 10 minutes of explanation. We, 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 met, no. we said on the show that she might come on. Oh, because Akiva and Rob have said on the show that you're coming on. So you, they've set expectations. I think I said I'm uh, going to ask her and she's uh, going to say no. Have an opinion of it? Um, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't consider doing it? There's nothing with me. You would do it independent of me. I'm not allowed on. No, you're allowed on. You can come on. <laughs> She's missing the point. She mentioned a friend of mine who's also a doctor. She's like, get him to do it. Yeah, no, we we know other doctors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the point is not that they're looking for a doctor. They're looking for you. She has rolled. Yeah, she says she's high demand. All right. Tell her, uh, we, tell her we pay guests big money. Yeah, uh, it's a paid. What's what? How much yeah. does she need to come on the podcast? What What's your honorarium? What do you require? She wants $1,000. $1,000? <laughs> get is another she getting sponsor. us advertisers? Oh no, God. you'll say um, Jennifer's appearance is sponsored by uh, audiobooks or whatever the hell it is. Who, who are the sponsors you guys have? Now? Should I, should I, like that online? Should I, um, yeah. should we have like a GoFundMe where if it gets to $1,000, then, <laughs> then. No, people should not be donating their money to that. To, unless it's, to you. Like, the money is going straight to you. No, 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 no. The money will be donated to like a civil rights organization and a health organization fighting coronavirus. Should I ask her that? Yeah, Jen, for a thousand dollars to charity. If you do a GoFundMe, and listeners contribute a thousand dollars, the money will be donated to charities related to either to civil rights and coronavirus. And they raise a thousand dollars. Would you come on the podcast then? Wait, now she says no because they'll be disappointed. I think you're wrong about that, by the way. Yeah. Every time Akiva has had a family member on the podcast, the fans go wild. His kids? Yeah, no, they do. Your daughter was uh, the best guest you had all year. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah. Our number 26 is Buffalo. Let's wrap it up so we can mm-hmm. uh, finish and then we'll do the top 25 mm-hmm. on another podcast. 26 is Buffalo. The Bills, the Sabres, and of course the Buffalo Braves. Don't forget the Buffalo Braves, which was the uh, Clippers' uh, earlier iteration. Who do we have in Buffalo, Akiva? It's tough. You know what's funny? Starting it's with a dearly departed coach. Okay. Uh, Marv Levy. Marv Levy. He's got to be on there. Got to be on there. Likeable guy. Uh, let, let's be honest. What is Buffalo famous for? They're famous for losing the Super Bowl. They say losing uh, the Stanley uh, Cup. Jim Bowl. Kelly, Dominic Koshik. Dominic Koshik, Jim Kelly. Yep. And the greatest Bill of all time. Uh, Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith. Yes. So the only Buffalo. thing is, I, I wonder if, like, I wonder, close. I wonder now if you have to go with the modern hockey player. Dominic Koshik has to be the guy for Buffalo. Come yeah. on, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Dominic you know, Hodgson, like Miller? has a house in Buffalo still, you know? Okay. Yeah, he was a question on a trivia quiz, but I had him on the Red Wings. 
Did you write new trivia for this Jen, week? You know Dominic Kashuk was on the Red Wings? Stop talking to Dr. Jen. The listeners can't what hear her. Is he, on? he was on the Red Wings. Yeah, he was on the Sabres before that. But he was on the Red Wings. Okay. Uh, Thurman Thomas, Ralph Wilson, in owner. I mean, he has the stadium named after him. Andre Reid, Terry Bagula, in order to not have the stadium named after him. O.J. Simpson. Can O.J. Simpson get on I the think, I, You don't think Jack Eichel is better than, than Do like... Do you know that O.J. Simpson finished Bruce second um, in 1981? Did you read... Oh, I, I was going to say did you read, but I'm literally the only person on earth under the age of 70 who reads hard copies of Sports Illustrated every week. Still? It's now every month. Every month, yes. The magazine came... On Saturday, I started reading it at 1 p.m. I had read every article and put it in the recycling by 1:45. Oh, that's it, it, that's probably too long. Maybe because it's monthly, there's like it's longer now. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's not great. It's not a great magazine. But they had an article all about the 1981 strike because it's the last time baseball had like a very shortened season. Yeah. And they mentioned in the article that in the in the November, I don't know what the hell was going on in the 70s. The amount of cocaine people were taking in November of 1981. 4,000 sports reporters decide to vote on the player of the decade. Now, first of all, what decade at the end of 81? What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyways, so uh, the winner, of course, even though he probably had like three war in the whole decade, if I actually look up his numbers, was Pete Rose because he had just broken the record for the most hits of all time, right? Yeah, September 81, like the player of the decade that, the, that far, I don't even know what that means. Thus far. I don't know, yeah. Uh, but second place was O.J. Simpson. So that would have been rough for uh, the uh, the Player of the Decade Award for O.J. Simpson to be their winner. So I don't think he can get on our Mount Rushmore in Buffalo. That would Although be we, funny. We are, 30, we are 32 fans, like a, right? Yeah, we're we are. 32 fans. We're fans, yeah, we're fans of the juice. He could come on whenever he wants. Yeah. Uh, he could give Bob us fantasy McAdoo football advice. Won an MVP okay. for Buffalo. Uh, and then I have a bunch of Lindy Ruff, Phil Hosley, Sabah Braves. You, so had you tweeted this to Mark Stein, he would have given you – he would have answered for, for you. And he's a big Buffalo sports fan. Okay. So, yeah. But we have Levy, Smith, Kelly, and Hashik. That's it. Uh, next week or another time, maybe. Never. We get to the top 25. We get to cities and players you've heard of, actually. No, this is fun. I, the people would like this, I think. Yeah, we got to do announcing with Rob, but maybe we'll do do this for one more. We can do that So because I'm doing three podcasts with him this year. Yeah. We will not be announcing a real baseball game with Rob this year, unfortunately. What does that mean? You mean there's not going to be real baseball? There's not going to be any baseball. Like, obviously, we're not Yeah, this is as close as we're going to get. Yeah. We, might, we might just, like, announce a whole season. Maybe we should just become announcers. Honestly, it's problem, like, 8,097 in the world. That's probably generous. It's problem 8 billion and 97 in the world. Like, mm-hmm. It's, like, you know, zeroth world problems. But it's, it's very sad to not have baseball in the summer. Yeah. And we are a sports podcast. So, but obviously, it doesn't actually matter compared to anything that matters, which is a lot right now. Uh, so, be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11 even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. With pretty pussy and Benjamin is the highlight. Now tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord knows. 20 of them in my Chevy, tell them all to come and get me. Reaping everything I sow. So my karma come in heaven, no preliminary hearings on my record. I'm a motherfucking gangster in silence for the record. Uh. Tell the world I knew it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I've gone crazy. Trying to side my faces all day Won't you please believe when I say When you know we've been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like where do we go Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright You a car for the acres and a mule, a piano, a guitar, anything. See, my name is Lucy. I'm
Motherfucker, you can live with them all. I can see the evil, I can tell it. I know it's illegal. I don't think about it. I deposit every other zero. Thinking of my partner, put the candy painting on a Rico. Digging in my pocket, ain't a profit big enough to feed you every day. My logic, get another dollar just to keep you in the presence of your Chico. Ah! I don't talk about it, be about it. Every day I seek you. If I got it, then you know you got it. Heaven, I can reach you. Pet dog, pet dog, pet dog, my dog, that's all. Pick back and chat, I trapped the back for y'all. I rap, I black on tracks, so I rest assured. My rights, my wrongs, I write till I'm right with God. When you know. We been hurt, been down before Nigga, when our pride was low Looking at the world like, where do we go? Nigga, and we hate poor poor Wanna kill us dead in the street for sure Nigga, I'm at the preacher's door My knees getting weak and my gun might blow But we gon' be alright Conflicted, misusing your influence. Sometimes I did the same, abusing my power full of resentment, resentment that turned into a deep depression. Found myself screaming in the hotel room. I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me, so I went running for answers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.